0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal
1: impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. Did you have a good weekend? I believe it was fantastic. I believe that too. Whenever we can get together and worship God, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, anyone that wants to come out and worship can get all the information about that at ChristiansMeetHere.org. We're so excited to have this conversation today about our next psalm in the book of Psalms. Everyone, what's our psalm this week? Psalm 11.
0: I'm going to be reading this morning from the English Standard Version, Psalm 11, to the choir master of David. In the Lord I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, Flee like a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend the bow. They have fitted their arrow to the string to shoot in the dark at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see. His eyelids test the children of man. The Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Let him rain coals on the wicked. Fire and sulfur and scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. So right off the bat, as, as we begin looking at Psalm 11, there's some real struggles. Yeah. Some real struggles because there are a lot of interpretive choices that have to be made regarding what the start of this psalm is even saying who's saying it, why are they saying it, who are they saying it to? a lot of interpretive choices and the different translations choose different interpretive choices. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. Even comparing like a, the ESV and the New King James and some of these different ones and I love the fact that, you know, uh, over the course of the week we'll read this in several different translations. But where people put quote marks, you know, that kind of helps. I mean, it sets a stage for a reading. I'm reminded as we begin that that this is poetry, okay? And so to um, appreciate that and take that as the literature it is doesn't mean we put some of the same rigorous standards on it as, say, um, prose or narrative, as in, you know, there's just the one way to read it. Um, Poetry is given to more interpretation.
0: One of the problems that I'm having as I've kind of studied this and tried to prepare for our conversations is almost every commentary I've read. And look, I, I don't have an endless supply of commentaries. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I read five, six, or seven this last week just in preparation for our conversation on this. Uh, okay,
1: don't brag. Well, what can I say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but every single one of them tried to place this psalm either in The time when Saul was chasing David. Okay. Or the time when Absalom is rebelling. And repeatedly they claimed. So just. Go ahead. The connection there would be what? Well, that David during these events is receiving counsel to okay. flee to the mountains, okay, so but that's he verse, refuses. Verse one here yeah. in
1: this psalm. Okay, the so, mountains.
0: So the claim is David is receiving counsel to flee to the mountains, but he rejects the counsel because he's going to rely on God. Can you can you already picture in your mind why I'm having a real
1: problem with that explanation of the psalm? Well, I think the challenge would be when you do look at these histories. He did go to the mountains. He, he flit, was in the mountains. He, he? fled to the
0: mountains every time.
1: Yeah, that's where he went. When, when the you know he goes to Jonathan and says,
0: "Hey, I think your dad wants to kill me." Jonathan's like, "No, no, not true, not true. Look, just go hang out for a little bit, and I'll 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 prove it to you." But yeah. then, then David Jonathan's like, "No, nah,
1: he's trying to kill you. You need to run." Was that was that the time when he shot an arrow at him? Shot an arrow. And, <laughs> well, maybe not Adam.
0: Not Adam him, toward him and. and uh, and so then David
1: flees yeah, to the mountains, and, the and we,
0: we see him in the mountains. And okay. then when Absalom comes, he flees Jerusalem, and he gets out to the fords of Jordan. And yeah. Hushai sends a message, hey, you need to – don't don't hang out at the fords of the Jordan. You need to go ahead and cross. And David doesn't say, no, I'm going to stay here because I'm relying on the Lord. He crosses the Jordan, and he flees. And it doesn't specifically say any mountains, but look, it's it's a mountainous region. You know, there's but, mountains yeah. all over the place over there. But but there every time is. David flees to the mountains, unless – unless we want to posit that there was some other time he was being attacked that is not recorded in scripture. And that time he said, well, I know that every other time I have fled to the mountains, but not this one. I'll tell you what, this time I'm going to hang out here because this time I'm going to trust in the Lord. I, that just it doesn't
1: make sense to me. We, and we got to go to En a few years ago and see why you would want to go to these mountains. Okay, If you can imagine cliffs where there's Cave openings just up and down the sides of the cliff it's it's not just that um, there's this protection, but I mean the the mountain system itself, the cave system, is a maze. You mm. get lost in there, and there's water in that area too, which is a very precious thing
0: and by by saying when we got to go to the promised land a few years ago, you don't mean we. You and me, because you didn't no. take me along.
1: No, I guess it was the editorial week. The editorial yeah. week. No, you and actually, all those other people who yeah, you. there was a group. There was a tour of us. <laughs> um,
0: well, so, so here's the thing. That doesn't give me a problem though, because I think what's happening here is I don't know why these commentators are trying to take this as if it was literal advice to run to the mountains. Maybe I
1: mean, that's the challenge. Why I work so hard to pin this to one episode or the other? Maybe yeah. too much emphasis being placed on mountains here.
0: I think it's probably more metaphorical advice, Okay, that here's this kind of idiomatic expression that that when a bird is being hunted, goes, flies to the mountains to get away, relying on itself. And so I think this is probably supposed to simply reference the idea of, hey, it's time for you to rely on yourself. It's time for you to take care of yourself instead of relying on God. But it's just just a, a phrase, a metaphorical phrase that was intending that advice, because even when David fled to the mountains both times... He was still relying
1: on God. Certainly, and God was with him in those episodes. That's very clear in those texts. I I got a question for you. Um, We were talking about how the different English translators make some choices about this. Yeah, And one of those choices would be, okay, so where do you put the quote marks for this advice? Flee as a bird to your mountain. Like I was telling you in the New King James, that's the totality of the quote. Uh, how can you say to my soul quote flee as a bird to your mountain quote uh, was it was the was the quotation that it ended at different place so in the, the English ESV?
0: standard version and I'm looking at the new American standard also ESVN. New American Standard do it the same way, that the quote, the, mm-hmm. counsel the counsel, is from that flee as a bird to your
1: mountain all the way to the end of verse 3. So, okay, well, that's a much longer bit of counsel then. Yeah,
0: so so what you're saying is the New King James has it as just the statement, flee as a bird to the mountain.
1: Yes, the way it reads in the New King James, that is the counsel, flee as a bird to your mountain, verses 2 and 3 then would be the response of David to this counsel, And he seems to reason away from it, okay, the way it looks in the New King James. Because uh, as he's counseled, flee as a bird to your mountain. So then David responds, for look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. This is a bad time to flee as a bird. The wicked are outside with their bows and arrows, and they'll shoot an arrow at you. They're going to shoot down the birds. Uh, and then verse three: If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? David would be saying it's pointless to flee right now. I mean, if it if it's if it's that bad, there's there's nowhere to run from this. Yeah. Running is
0: pointless. Well, so there is a choice here. I don't have a King James in front of me. I will say that I've just gone through my stack here, and all the other ones treat it like the ESV does. That two that the whole thing <laughs> through the end of verse three is the quote. Okay. However. However, I don't I don't think we should dismiss what the New King James does there, and I, I imagine if the New King James does that, probably if we, probably if we went to King the, James, it yeah, would follow that as well. So. I think what, what's really beneficial to see here is is recognizing that the reason why this difference is here is because the manuscripts do not include punctuation. Mm-hmm. And so here's just a great point for us to learn about Bible study, that mm-hmm. anytime we see punctuation... Uh, I, I don't think that we have to question every comma and every period and every exclamation point and every question mark. But at the same time, let's just understand that punctuation is a bit of an interpretive choice. Mm-hmm. And so as we're studying, we need to back up and just ask. It's kind of like capitalizations on the word spirit. Sure. Because the different manuscripts are either all capital letters or all lowercase letters. And so you, you don't have this this business of every time it's God, God's spirit, capital and every time it's our spirit lowercase those are interpretive choices in our translations
1: and and we're seeing another one of those here yeah so help me help me understand then the quote you know if if we if we change the quote to say okay we're not just saying flee as a bird to your mountain david says well, i'm not going to do that okay but all of this flee as a bird to the mountain just begins the instruction or the advice then, then what is the advisor saying?
0: So if our New King James translators are correct in making the quote just, flee as a bird to your mountain. I think what you said a few moments ago is a good interpretation of what David, is do- what David would be saying. You know, it would be ridiculous for me to flee because if I flee, that's when the wicked are gonna get me. That's when, they that's when they're gonna get me. And then his statement, w- if if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Then that statement would be couched as, if I'm fleeing, that's me destroying the foundations. And then what do I have? Okay, If I'm not... Not going to rely on God, my foundation. What else do I have? Yeah. So, so if the New King James translators are right about just keeping that quote as that first statement, then then we have David saying that would be ridiculous because I would be destroying the foundations. Yeah. If the quote is is all of that, as all yeah. these other translations are, right. are now right. trying to, to tell us, then I think what you have is the picture of the council is look, these guys are after you. Their their bows are drawn. Their swords are ready. The foundations have been destroyed. And I, I think it's that idea of the counsel David is receiving is all bets are off. It's, it's kind of like a way of saying, look, all bets are off. All your, oh. all your righteous principles, mm-hmm. your moralities... What good are those doing you now? Mm -hmm. So you just need to throw those things out the windows. Quit trying to rely on your God because what can the righteous do? Now, by the way, there's another interpretive choice with that sentence. What can the righteous do? Because another possible translation is what has the righteous done? which oh, then wow. which then makes it an accusation against God yeah. of, look, the righteous one hasn't been doing anything yeah, for you. The, the foundations are destroyed. Your righteous one hasn't done anything so God for you. God failed you. You need to- you Save, yourself. Need to save go, yourself. Go get to your mountain. Yeah, go, to go get, get to your mountain. Wow. So, so there's all of this. So, yeah. okay, so back that's up. Let's, let's just recap angle. these two different possibilities. It's just the statement, flee as a bird to the mountain, and the rest of it is David's response. Mm-hmm. And he's saying- why would I do that? That's what's going to cause the wicked to get me. If I flee, I would be destroying the foundations, and right. then and then what what's left for me?
1: Yeah. So David's not going to follow this advice. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, either way, he's not following the advice. Well, yeah, no matter that's, whether that's you, a good point. No that's matter right. where you put the quote, he doesn't follow the counsel to flee. Which, again, by the way, <laughs> causes me to say this is not literal counsel about fleeing to the mountains because he always did that. It's more metaphorical about hey, you need to go rely on yourself. Right. And he's saying, I'm not going to do that. So if the whole quote, though, is all those three verses, then they're making a case for why he should flee to the mountains. And the case is, you're in big
1: trouble. God's not doing
0: anything for you. Yeah. The, The wicked are
1: set on you now. They're training their bows on you.
0: Yeah. All your righteous principles right now, what
1: good are those doing you? And, oh, it's, it's like uh, pragmatism, isn't it? Yeah, so, God hasn't worked. This hasn't worked. They're going to get you. So let me just say, this
0: is like the movie script for so many movies. Of the person who has given up on wickedness, who has given up on violence, who has decided I'm not ever going to (laughs) fight. And so now what we have is this movie where people are poking and prodding and pushing and saying, you know, trying to push him or her to finally step up and go back to the wickedness and the violence. And in, in the Hollywood version, there is always something that comes up that is so bad that they finally decide to go back to the violence and take the vengeance and, and seek their own protection. Yeah. And we all cheer and we all, hooray, you know, boy, that vengeance is so wonderful. But, but what's actually happening here is David is being pushed, right. he's being poked, right. he's being prodded. And honestly, whether the quote is just the one single phrase or it's the whole thing, mm-hmm. David is saying, no, no, my principles matter. Righteousness matters. And even in the most extreme dangers, the foundations of God matter. Mm -hmm. I am going to live by my principles, God's principles. I'm going to live by his righteousness, no matter what anyone else is saying.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to trust God. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we're just going to have some great conversations about Psalm 11. I'm excited about it. Uh, these it's might be some great episodes to share with some friends. We love it when uh, our listeners share the podcast with folks. Give us a rating, it helps people to find us. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. Uh, text talk at org. Text talk at org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for the time to open up your word and to consider this psalm. Lord, we know that uh, David was getting advice. And uh, while we have interesting conversation about what all that advice entailed, ultimately it was to put a trust in himself or his own ingenuity instead of trusting in you. And God, that's a temptation that comes to us in many ways throughout a day. Please help us, Father, to trust you, Mm -hmm. your word and obedience to you.